Hello, folks, and welcome to Songs of Our Own, a marital tour through the music that shaped us. I'm your co-host, Lee Strickland. And I'm Alioni. Well, hey, Al. Hey, Lee. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you? I'm really good. I mean, I just got to listen to the most wonderful song so many times, so I don't know how I could not be good. Right? Three times each of four different versions. Y'all, today's about to get real. Uh... I don't know if you have one of those songs in your life that just makes you feel all like warm and fuzzy inside, but today we are going to be talking about the book of love, uh, the stories behind it, and it's going to get a little bit mushy. It is. There may be some tears shed. (laughs) Well, Lee, can you give us some background about this song? Because I've already learned so much about it. I know. I did too. I thought it was going to be a pretty cut and dry song i figured peter gabriel sung it wrote it and that was it Um, i was very mistaken so who gets credit for this song if i mean i know peter gabriel gets credit for his version of the song but who gets credit for actually writing it so the song is officially credited to stephen Merritt, and it's attributed to the band the magnetic fields they're an american indie pop group Um, The song was released in 1999 off of their... So it's kind of cool. It's a three-volume concept album called 69 Love Songs. Wow. Yeah. So all the songs on these three albums follow the theme of being a love song. Can I just say that that's some intense emotion? Like, I can put together one love song and deal with it but to have 69 of them like they must have had some intense feelings for somebody because that is a lot yeah it's a ton um so he is the original writer and then the magnetic fields are the original recorders of it um so the song from them it's very mellow it's very monotoned um there's an acoustic guitar and that's kind of the only instrument that you hear um and when you hear it from them like it does not sound at all like the peter gabriel version that we know like it almost sounds sad yeah i mean to be fair i feel like the peter gabriel song is sad as well but when it was monotone i was just like who hurt you like what is what's going on yeah exactly hearing the magnetic fields do it I was I was in that same frame of mind. I was like, who hurt you? What happened? Whereas when Peter Gabriel does it, it's like, oh, like someone you loved a whole lot. You're either looking at and thinking of or like you've just recently lost. And this was not that at all. I'll talk a little bit more about Peter Gabriel's involvement with the magnetic fields when we get to Peter Gabriel's version. But yeah, that's the magnetic fields, the writers and their first or the original version rather. Huh. Okay. So where did the song go from there? So from there, um, so I wrote my notes down a little bit out of order, if that's okay. Um, so from there, it actually did go to Peter Gabriel for the most part. It's been covered a bunch, but in the order that we listened to, Peter Gabriel was the next one to get it. Um, he actually performed it with the Magnetic Fields uh, in 2001. They did a concert um, where they played all 69 songs off of their album. Oh, gosh, that's too much. Yeah. So the encore was Peter Gabriel came out on stage and sung it with them. Oh, that's kind of beautiful. 
Yeah, and from there, Peter Gabriel recorded a version in 2004 for the film Shall We Dance? Um, And then, yeah, it gets used in the series finale of Scrubs. Oh, my goodness. Talk about a tearjerker. Yeah, and it was not actually the series finale. Well, it was the end of that era. Like, after that, Scrubs goes to med school, and you have a whole new batch of people, and JD's in it for, like... A very short amount of time like five episodes yeah and i mean don't get me wrong like dr cox turk a little bit of elliot like it's wonderful but it was not scrubs so i feel like for that ending where jd is like looking at the video of his future and like seeing his kids fall in love with turk's kid and like they're still going to see mr cox for christmas like it oh my gosh everything about that ending was perfect and it totally makes me cry still when i watch it because it's like oh my gosh they're gonna be so happy yeah me too every time i hear this song i immediately think of scrubs and that ending especially the part that shows jd standing there and the camera is like playing a video kind of on his like face or his body. Um, I think that's just a really cool use of of the medium. And uh, it's really neat to see. Yeah. And I mean, if I were going to be honest, like if I could get one wish from a genie in a bottle, like I would love to just see the future, not because I want to change anything, but because I really just want to know that things work out. And watching that ending to Scrubs with the Book of Love playing in the background, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the thing. Like, this is what I would want. Really? Yeah, it it is. That's like my one my one secret wish that I hold in my pocket if I ever find somebody magical. <laughs> I'm like, hang on, I have a request. Huh, that you could see the future. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know that I would have that same wish. Is it raining outside? It's thundering really loud. I don't know if our mics are going to pick any of that up. Um, it's also the 4th of July as we're recording this, so it uh, could just be a lot of fireworks. It's tough to say. Okay. I'm I'm hearing a lot of bangs, and it doesn't quite sound like fireworks. No, I'm pretty sure that's thunder. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll delete this. Continue. Book of love. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Peter Gabriel, after the uh 2004 version he recorded for the soundtrack he does um record another version in 2010 and it ends up on the scratch my back album which was the version that we listened to yeah his singing so he brings in a full orchestra so there's no i'm sure there's a guitar in there somewhere but you can't really hear it it's drowned out by the orchestra and he has like an amazing um female backup singer and I think she brings so much to it. And she's almost singing it. I'm not a very good music knowledge person. Um, but I think she's like a half measure behind him. So you kind of get this echo of her singing it. And to me, it's the echo of like a love that he's thinking about. That maybe he's looking at and is in the background of all these memories. Or maybe a love that he's lost. Um, I do think, because by the time he recorded this in 2010, he was much older like peter gabriel's been recording stuff since the late 60s so he was much older and i think the you can hear it in his voice it's not as youthful and i think that lends a lot to the song it's almost like he's trying to give you advice 
and like saying the road that you're going to travel in love is going to be hard and like this book is so heavy no one can lift the damn thing but like it's going to be worth it and then that's where that um backing vocal comes in yeah they're towards the end of the song there's um the line where the book of love is full of things we're all too young to know and at that moment it felt like a father talking to their kid because I remember I mean you know everything when you're young and then you just forget it as you get older (laughs) um and so like I remember being young and being like oh I know exactly how love works and all these other people are just silly and now I'm like no like you're you were just too young to get it like you know I just want to go back and give my younger self a hug and be like it's gonna be okay sweetie like you just don't get it yet Stay with us. We'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your, in your little, you mean? Yeah, yeah. We all, we all artists over here, man. I'm trying, all right? Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah? I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. 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 Hey, You feel me? We gonna have this like bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't it, play with it, no. take that shit serious. Yeah, I agree. I would go back and like high five my younger self and be like, Oh yeah, you totally marry her. <laughs> it's very sweet. That's very true. <laughs> so yeah, so Peter Gabriel's version is the version that we listen to the most and know the best. And to me, every time I listen to it, it just makes me think a lot about you and where we've been, the adventures we've gone on, and like where we're going and what the future holds for us. And so I don't know that if a genie popped up and said, you know, what's your wish? I don't know that I would wish to see the future just because I'm so excited to get to live it. And I know that there will be some mistakes that are made, um, but I know we'll both be there together, and that's going to make it all okay. Yeah, it, I don't know, in the first line when they're like, it's full of charts and facts and figures and instructions for dancing, I think this song is a constant reminder that like you can try and put a box around love and you can try and get very statistical and thought based about it, which is where I try and go. And then I have you as my wonderful partner who's like, no, it's dancing and it's jokes and witty humor and it's happy things. And I think that when you find that true love, there is that balance of like, we can deal with serious stuff because adulting is hard as all get out but like don't lose sight of the things that are just utterly joyful about love as well i think i think love is an impossible thing to try to explain and of all the songs written about love i think this one gets the closest yeah i would agree um you know, they're in the middle section of it. They're talking about how the book of love has music in it. And that's where music comes from. 
Um, and that's part of why I really wanted to talk about this song on this podcast with you about music, because there is that feeling of love in music. And even if it's a song about heartbreak or a song about anger or a song about the billions of other things people start singing about, love is kind of the foundation. And if love goes right or love goes wrong, like that gets you to all the other emotions that people experience. And I think like it's important to keep track of that and remember that like love is it. Love is the foundation for who we are and what we do in this world. And if we find ourselves in this situation where we're no longer in congruence with love, like what are we doing? Are we living our truth? Are we living our best life? You know, if, is it the right partnership for you anymore when there's not love there? Cause you see people who are like, Oh, we're staying together for the kids. I'm like, your kids might be better off without you staying together right the kids know yeah so it's just like there's so much complicated about love and yet this song of what is in the book about love you know like there's so much in it that people can't even lift it up there's things that are logic there are things that are joyful and like you know, I think it's really interesting that they end with you ought to give me wedding rings. Um, because, you know, at least here in the U.S., I'm not sure about other cultures. Like that is a really big deal of finding your forever person um, and knowing I'm, this is going to be the very cynical part of me about love. Um, but knowing that almost 50 percent, if not more than 50 percent of marriages now end in divorce, I'm like, I don't know that it's really about the wedding rings anymore. You know, like I think it's about the promise of forever and living up to that promise every single day. And whether you get married, you can get married or not. Like it's about holding that love so true in your heart that you don't forget about it. Lee, there were a couple other notable versions of this song that I know you wanted to bring up too for our friends at home. Yeah, so we listened to two other versions, um, and I'll keep them flowing in chronological order. Um, so the next one we listened to was from a group called Two Cellos, and they've been around for a little while now. Um, they are uh, true Croatian gentlemen. Um, they, I first remember seeing them doing a cover of ACDC's Thunderstruck, and it's just the two of them with their cellos. And, like, it is amazing and very powerful. Um, so they do a version of this song with Zachero, Um, And I'm assuming he's the one who is singing. Uh, so they, so two cellos did a unique thing with this song. And they took the lyrics and translated them into Italian. So it's El Libra de, del Amor. Right? Yeah, just keep going. You're you're close enough. I do not speak Italian, and I am sorry to our Italian listeners. Um, so it was really neat to hear this in a different language. I remembered the last song that we did uh, for our little bonus episode. episode um, I Will Survive. We listened to a bunch of covers of that, but it's been recorded in a bunch of different languages, and we did not listen to any other. So it was really neat to do that for this one. Um uh, this version is also highly orchestral. 
Uh, and the group is called Two Cellos, so I have a big duh in there next to orchestral. <laughs> and it was really cool to, I mean, hear this in Italian. They keep the structure pretty much the same as Peter Gabriel's and the magnetic fields. But hearing it in, like, such a, a profound love language, I think added a lot to it. And knowing what it sounds like in English so well was really cool to hear it in Italian and be like, oh yeah, I kind of know where they are in the song. So yeah, I was really glad we found a version in another language and especially a version in Italian because I know you have been studying Italian and I hear your Duolingo app, uh, hashtag not sponsored, um, all the time. And so it's neat to listen to it for that reason. And as we were listening to it, I was like, I wonder how much of this Al can just like translate in her head. Yeah, it, so I am Italian for those of y'all that I don't know, and it's really important to me to try and learn the language of my ancestors, and I mean, you think about famous Italian artists, it's like, okay, Andrea Bocelli, and then that's kind of where the list starts to peter off, unless you're like really going historically back. Um, at least in my knowledge. And so it was really nice to see that this is just another way that folks are bringing Italian up to the forefront and that it's not, you know, you think about Spanish and French and English and Chinese and they're spoken all over the world. And Italian is really in our one beautiful boot of a country. And so... It was just really heartwarming to have it show up here in this song that's so special. Yeah, and it's, I mean, my hat is constantly off to you for learning Italian because it is not an easy language. Um, I mean, it's better than trying to learn Mandarin for sure. I would really struggle with that. Yeah, I feel like that would be hard for just about everyone. Yeah, uh, all else I will say about that is if you haven't heard two cellos check them out because they are really cool uh, and they do a lot of covers and they do them in a really fun unique way um, and i've heard their live shows are pretty amazing so if you get the chance uh, in a post-covid world check them out um, so the last version we listened to was from an irish singer-songwriter named gavin james that was released in 2015 um, he released it on his book of love ep which contains four different versions of the song. Uh, and kind of what I noted from his version, he goes back to just like a singular guitar. It's not acoustic. Um, it is electric, but it has a really unique electric sound. Um, and it took me immediately to one of my other favorite artists, uh, the tallest man on earth. Cause he uses that guitar sound a lot and it's really cool. Um, so Gavin James's version sounded a lot more upbeat and poppy to me and um it was really cool to hear that because I kind of once I heard the guitar and stuff I was like oh is this going to be kind of more like the original version and more kind of down and like glum almost uh, but he really picked it up and did some cool stuff yeah it almost felt like um when you had Gavin James um Peter Gabriel, and then, I'm sorry, who is the first person? The Magnetic Fields. And the Magnetic Fields, um, you put them together, right? Uh, Gavin James is that very, like, 
young, energetic person who's like all about love and like really excited about it and still pumped up the magnetic fields or the people who got their heart broken and Peter Gabriel's the like wise sage who's like it's it's hard but it's worth it yeah I agree um with all those things Peter Gabriel definitely is the wise sage of all music uh but yeah it was really cool to hear gavin james i've never heard him before so this was my introduction to him um and i've i mean obviously from the past episodes everyone should know that i really love singer songwriters so i will be diving into more of mr james's catalog uh and hopefully if we ever go back to visit dublin again um we'll be able to catch one of his shows oh my gosh that would be amazing ireland was such an incredible country yeah our time there was fantastic and we did way more than just tour the guinness factory because there's so much more to that country than that one thing yeah we don't do a great job here in the states of highlighting what's great about other countries until you get there and you figure it out yourself so it was fun to go hiking and check out Ireland and learn about the history of Ireland, too, because that's something we really don't cover. Um, and yeah, that is a huge tangent. We love Ireland and the Irish people. Yeah, they're great. Uh, thanks for listening to our listeners over there. Um, so yeah, those were the four versions that we covered. There are a lot more, but we felt like these four kind of covered the song in a bunch of different unique ways so that's why we wanted to talk about them um yeah al do you have any final thoughts on on the song no i don't think so um i would just really encourage people to listen to it and you know use it as a reflection tool for their lives and what love has looked like in their lives and what they want it to look like moving forward because you have one big beautiful life and you get to decide what you're going to do with it Um, and hopefully this song can be a frame of reference to start at hopefully this song like it does for me uh, helps inspire you to live it to the fullest with the ones you care the most about Um, and I would also say this song really caught me off guard uh, that it wasn't originally a Peter Gabriel song And that's part of what I love about music and this show that we do is that I get the chance to do a bunch of research into music that I really love and find out more about it. And I mean, I would never have heard of the magnetic fields had we not done this show. Um, So yeah, if you have a favorite song that you kind of aren't sure who the original artist is, like check it out and dive into it and you'll be very surprised with what you find. I remember, um, when our friends from New York came through, they were talking about the Angel from Montgomery episode that we did. And uh, my friend Paul said, like, well, I've never even heard of John Prine. And I was like, how have you not heard of John Prine? And so he's, you know, now diving into his catalog. So, yeah, you never know what you're going to find when you start digging into songs. So, Lee, what I'm hearing you say is, Dear listeners, thank you so much for joining us and listening to this podcast because you give Lee the opportunity to nerd out about music in a way that he doesn't get to all the time. Yeah, I appreciate all of our listeners in all of their places across the globe. It means so much that you take 20 minutes or so of your day to tune in to listen to us 
ramble about how music makes us feel like we are very blessed individuals um, and we can't thank you all enough. Well, y'all, I think that is a good place to leave it. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been Songs of Our Own. And until we get to be with you again, enjoy your own songs. Mm